You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. This morning before market opened, Ital Tile put out a send statement uh, informing us about the group's uh, performance for the six months ended December th- 2023, along with a dividend that they had declared. I'm joined on the line by the company's CEO, Lance Foxcroft, to discuss these numbers. Good evening, Lance. Thanks so much for taking the time. I suppose let's start with the reflections on the first half of the year. Uh, what stood out for the business, uh, whether it's from a challenge perspective, um, some of the good things, uh, just how how you reflected on H1? Good evening, Jimmy. I think H1 continues to be a tough trading environment for us. No doubt that the interest rates have been high for longer than expected, and the building cycle is, is still uh, at, at the bottom. We are expecting, hopefully, for interest rates to start to come down towards the, the end of the year and some consumer confidence to return after, after the elections. But for these uh, six months, we really did um, uh, face some headwinds in terms of consumer confidence. Internally, we, we made some pleasing progress with uh, some of our efficiencies throughout, through our factories. I think you can see with our, our average selling price only going up to 2.6% and um, the inflation still remaining stubbornly high, that we were under pressure at our manufacturing when it comes to margins. Mm. Lance, you mentioned the consumer environment as well as uh, the challenges that you've sort of had to deal with, or the headwinds rather. This is definitely a different environment from what we saw in the pandemic, where there was a huge demand, everybody was at home, and uh, home renovations and those sorts of things were adding to uh, the business's demand side. How are you seeing the current environment as challenging as it may be, and how is that influencing what you are thinking of as a business going into H2, knowing that? The, the current condition is not likely to um, improve almost overnight, so to speak. Yes, we, we know that customers still want to have beautiful homes, and we see uh, lots of retail competition out there still, so we're going to continue to do what, uh, what we can, pull the right levers in terms of getting fashionable, quality products to our customers and the unrivaled shopping experiment. We have a great assets. We, we have factories which can deliver world-class product and world-class uh, quality and we have uh, amazing stores where you can really get a great customer experience so we'll we'll continue to innovate when it comes to shopping experience and we'll continue to invest in our uh, manufacturing businesses to make sure that we remain competitive we know that the building cycles uh, just like commodity cycles uh, come and go and we know that we're well positioned to to grow again once the building cycle starts to pick up Mm. Cyclical businesses are always difficult to deal with. Uh, Lance, you mentioned having world-class um, assets and infrastructure within the business. How are you seeing your external markets? Are you seeing stronger markets or stronger demand perhaps from beyond South Africa's borders? And is that um, something that you could potentially see affecting your outlook or saying, hang on, there's a bit of demand recovery in markets like China and we anticipate that that'll have better bearings on our market or we're actually looking to expand? the business? Are you are you looking beyond the South African picture and what is that looking like for Italtal as a business? I think if you look globally, uh, most of the, the building markets are under pressure. Certainly the uh, construction sector in, in China has received quite a bit of airtime lately and there's quite a bit of overcapacity there that's looking to sell their, their product elsewhere. Likewise in Europe, they had a lot of incentives during COVID, which have uh, started to be unwound now and some people bought their, their buying forward and, and they're in a bit of a slump too. So when you look at our export, we, we're holding our, our export um, market share. 
and that's into mostly sub-Saharan uh, African countries. Um, and that's quite positive for us, considering that there has been a lot of uh, new factories built in, in sub-Saharan Africa. There's a new factory in, in Mozambique, and there's factory expansion capacities in, in both factories in Zambia and in the factories in Zimbabwe. So, you know, we are, we are competing successfully in those countries, but... Um, when it comes to expanding our manufacturing footprint, we, we're happy with the assets we've got during this time, and we'll continue to make sure that we get the best out of our current assets rather than, than invest uh, until the building cycle turns around. Mm. Speaking of positives, we have to look at the dividend. Um, declaring interim dividend out of income reserves, obviously that's in an effort to uh, continue to reward shareholders for their faith in the business. But alongside that, um, I want to look at the fact that net cash is up from about $800 million to about $1.5 billion. Obviously, in times where there is a down cycle, improving the business's cash flow position and just sitting um, in, in a more stable and more comfortable position, whatever that might look like, is essential because you never really know what's around the corner. Correct. We're sitting at one and a half billion of, of cash. We know that's quite conservative. Um, we were looking in the first six months to do a bit of share buybacks, but I think um, we always look at the end of our financial year on, on the best allocation of our of our resources. And if we don't have a good project to save the cash for, we will look to return that to shareholders uh, through a special dividend or through. Uh, increased share buybacks. Um, we certainly um, don't want to sit with too lazy a balance sheet, but you know, g- given that we're going to elections and and potentially uh, some some unstable times, we think it's prudent at the moment to keep that cash in the business for now and uh, make a decision at your end. Mm. Speaking of elections, Lance, uh, we've got our budget speech coming out in two days on Wednesday afternoon. Um, and obviously, infrastructure development plays such a crucial role in a sector like yours, whether we're looking at retail biz- uh, buildings or uh, commercial and government projects and all of that. Um, do you have any expectations around what you might want to see uh, the minister announce that could benefit the sector and in turn, obviously, benefit Italtile's demand side? Well, we'd certainly like to see uh, the government investing in, in infrastructure, particularly uh, gas uh, infrastructure that could bring uh, gas to the country by, by mid-2026. Um, but yeah, investment into the, the building sector will no doubt uh, help us in, in the long term. And even a, a growth-friendly budget that puts a bit of money back into the consumer's pocket uh, might be wishful thinking, but it certainly um, you know, would, would get our economy growing a bit. We can all dream and hope, and we wish you all of the best, Lance, um, to you and your team. Look forward to catching up with you uh, after H2 and when we review the full year. Hopefully, uh, the demand side starts to pick up and you guys can really start to hit the ground uh, running. That was Lance Foxcroft, who is CEO at Italtile, sharing with us their interim results for the first half of the year ended December 2023, as well as his thoughts around how the business could shape up into 2024. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.